Up next in this episode of Dark Winter Nights, True Stories from Alaska, a woman is swept under the water when her truck breaks through the ice. I landed on the very, very edge of the ice and it broke and I fell in. I went in, I was immediately sucked, completely 100% sucked in. Don't let go. Up next on Dark Winter Nights, True Stories from Alaska, I'm Rob Prince. Well, we're just coming off our last big Dark Winter Nights live event earlier this month, and the show was truly incredible. In fact, one of the stories we featured in the program had far more going on in it than we had time for in the live event. So in this episode of Dark Winter Nights, True Stories from Alaska, I sat down with Jessica Thomas to record even more of the incredible story about the time she went through the ice in her little Datsun pickup truck. Here's Jessica. It starts... Uh, one very cold morning in March of 1993, uh, when I was 18 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a loud pounding on the my parents' door where I was house sitting. I didn't live there anymore, but they were visiting family. My grandmother in Anchorage and I was uh, house sitting, and uh, a friend of mine who had a habit of showing up at weird hours of the morning. Mm-hmm wanting a ride home, getting dropped off by his buddies. What, what morning? Is this like a Monday morning? Uh, no, this is actually a Sunday morning. I, was, oh. uh, I, worked, at a, I worked at Taco Bell. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> when All I was 18. Right. Wow. And uh, it was second, second semester of my freshman year of college, and he was still a senior in high school, but we worked well together and we were always laughing and cutting up. His name was Jake. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's pounding on the door one Sunday morning, asked for a ride home. And you weren't thrilled about this. This was, was early in the morning. This was earlier than you needed to get up. Yeah, not much, but enough that I was yeah. angry. Uh huh. So he's come a little bit early. Now, tell me a bit about your vehicle too, because oh, this is a special yes. car that you this had my, at this, this time. This is my special baby. Um, so I don't know what year she was. She was a 1980 something or other, but she was a blue Datsun pickup truck, and I called her Dottie. <laughs> Because it's Dottie the Dotson. Mm-hmm. It's a little obvious, I know, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. I loved her because she's, you know, a sense of freedom. You get to go do stuff. You have a pickup truck, you know. But she was a, um, she was only rear-wheel drive. She wasn't four-wheel drive. So that was actually really a lot of fun. Yeah. And the two of you were running late. We were running late, yes. So we, I got Jake loaded up and was heading into town. And he, he was particularly annoying that morning. He kept <laughs> fiddling and fussing and talking and... At this particular time, this is kind of a weird thing about Fairbanks, but you had the option for a shortcut. I did to have the save option for a shortcut. Time. Tell yes. me about the shortcut. So the shortcut. This is a winter-only shortcut. This is a winter-only shortcut. Um, it's a Fairbanks-known shortcut. Uh, it's the Ice Bridge. But it's a normal part. It's normal. I mean, to people outside, yeah. they might think like this is terrifying driving on driving on ice yeah. but it's this is this is the chena river it runs yeah. through town it's no big deal it's not very fast it's no, not particularly it's deep not, here it's not particularly deep at this particular spot um it's normal and i pull up there um at o dark whatever mm-hmm. um that morning it's march 14th of 1993 um it's 20 30 below as i pulled up a car was pulling down onto the ice. I was like, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. This car didn't even have an issue. I'll be good. And I pull down onto the ice. And I get out to right smack dab in the middle of the ice bridge. And everything just comes to a, a halt. And, I'm, and I hear a loud crack. 
the, the driver's side front corner of her is kind of leaning down. All of a sudden it hits me that we're sinking and I freeze. I remember going, I am dead. <laughs> My parents are going to kill me. Never mind whatever else is going on. Um, but I do remember having the very distinct thought, I, I'm just going to go down this way because this is going to be a, a lot less painful <laughs> than facing your parents than facing my parents <laughs> read my mother so in the meantime i'm noticing that the water has come up over the edge of the the door and is actually up over the window in the meantime i still have jake with me mm-hmm. he boy that boy was quick on his feet when he had to be he's i mean i i, I can only i describe him as spry he's like that that, that like that he does he's like slim 18 year old kid who doesn't have his adult weight on him and he just spry and so in the meantime he's already like climbed out the passenger side window dotty's at an, a tilt so he did a little like hop climb out and he's standing on the edge of the ice outside the window he's got one foot on the ice he's got one foot on the edge of the the edge of the truck and the w- truck window and he's going jess gotta go and i jess he finally reaches in and grabs my right wrist mm-hmm. and that thankfully wakes me up i'm like oh yeah, no, this is this is this is not a situation I need to be in. Time to get out of here. And so really, you know, what I remember as being a, a climb up a, a mountain of madness was really I had to put my knee on the the passenger side seat and stand up and then kind of, you know, climb just a little bit. And so um I get out there and He's stepped back on away from the edge of the ice, but he's still got a hold of me. So, because because in the meantime, the water has been rushing around Dottie. She's turned into a boulder mm. in the middle of the Chena River, <laughs> and created this back eddy back and it, and and so the ice has been slowly getting kind of ate away from the edge of her, the truck there. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing on the edge of the window, and I've got to do a little jump. No big deal. And Jake's got a hold of me, so. I jump. I landed on the very, very edge of the ice, and it was cracked, and it broke. And I fell in. I went in. I was immediately sucked, completely, 100% sucked in. I don't even, I one minute, I was looking, I was looking at Jake in his face, and next minute, I'm under the ice. It's black and cold, I don't think I was breathing. I remember being flat up against the bottom of the ice, like I'm like I'm laying on the ice, flat looking through it, but I'm on the wrong side. Wow. And there's nothing to grab onto. And I remember realizing Jake still has a hold of my arm. He still has a hold of my wrist. And I remember saying to him, please don't let go. Jake, please don't let go. Don't let go, Jake. And I knew that if the if he let go, I, I was gone. Jake's got me out. He didn't let go. I don't know how that spry, no weight on him boy <laughs> did it. Um, thank God for testosterone at 18. Um, but he got me out of that river somehow. And we were standing there looking at each other 
But we both pause and we both turn and we look at Dottie. And Dottie is still running. <laughs> Holy cow. She's got, you know, she's in this, and the lights are still on and she's glowing. She's got bubbles coming out of her tailpipe underwater <laughs> on the one end, and there's something giving off bubbles at the front end, and she's glowing. And she, her, her front end is pretty much completely uh, submerged. Her back bumper is still sitting on the edge of the ice on mm-hmm. the back end. Mm-hmm. So she's not a hundred percent sunk. She's probably a good solid seventy-five to eighty percent mm. sunk. There's we're we're cold, and so Jake's like we got to get get going. And then next thing I know, we're at just a store, mm-hmm. and we come tumbling through the doors. And the look on the store clerk's face was like he like like catastrophe had arrived, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we must have looked insane. But the store clerk was very kind, and let us use the phone because you know we don't have cell phones at this time. My first instinct was to um, call my friend Matt, whose family had a tow truck kind of place here in town. They didn't have big tow trucks. They had normal-sized ones. And um, So I call Matt, and he comes and picks us up. And I'm like, Matt, you got to get my tr- you got to get Dottie out of the river. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh. And he's like, all right, well, let's go, let's go, let's go check this out. And... Dottie is no longer running, but mm. she's her lights are still on, Aww. and she's glowing, uh-huh. and she's just this pretty little Dotson butterfly mm-hmm. in the middle of the Chena River. You know, Matt, he goes, "This is this isn't something I can do, Jess. <laughs> you right. need a much bigger tow truck." The mother the, of all tow the trucks. The mother of all tow trucks. <laughs> the, I'm like the big kahuna of uh-huh, all tow trucks. Right. You get home, you get, get home, changed and cleaned up, and then you still go to work. I That's still amazing to, work. to me. At Taco I, Bell. You know what the you know what else For, was I gonna do? At that do? time was like four twenty five an hour probably. Yeah, um I was making six thirty five oh, really? an wow, hour. You remember. Yeah, I just gotten a raise. Oh wow. So you work a full so, day, which no, I can't believe. Actually, well, no, most no, of a day. I worked most of a day. They um so I take off from I take off from work, and then you call. And then I so I called the mother of all tow trucks. I called the mother of all tow trucks. I called Ron's Towing, and they answered the phone. I said, "So, my uh, my truck is in the river," and the guy who answers the phone is like, "Huh." He goes, yeah, we've dealt with this before. Perfect. I know. I was like, How convenient. Ooh, this will that, be resolved in a moment. In a moment's notice. <laughs> Once I got a credit card. There's the rub. There's the rub. Because at 18. At 18. Nobody has a credit card. So my parents, I, I, I've mentioned they were down in Anchorage at my grandmother's house. And I was thought, well, okay, I can call my 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 parents. So you were really hoping to get your dad on the phone. I was really hoping to get my dad on the phone. So he did answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I know my dad. <laughs> and he goes, hello. I said, hey, um, whatever you do, please do not give mom the phone right now. <laughs> Just going to start out with, you know, because that's not going to raise any red very, flags, right? Very clear instructions, yeah. Very clear, but let me just get mm-hmm. to the, let me get to the point right, right. here. Mm-hmm. This is not the time that I would, I want to talk to mom. You're my man. You're my dad. And I said, so I've had a little bit of a, a situation come up. Don't worry. Nobody's dead and nobody's in jail. 
tell I, I really don't want to talk about it right now but I'll let you know I'll, I'll you know I'll give you all the details on what's been going on when you guys get home they're supposed to be home like the next day or the day after right um, so I said but I really um, I need to, in order to resolve the situation which I've already got it all I've got it all figured out everything mm-hmm. is in place it's gonna happen everything's gonna be just hunky dory but there's one thing I need and that's I, I need a credit card so silence he hasn't said a word since he said hello mm-hmm. and then he, he goes here's your mother God, uh, Dad. So my mom gets on the phone. Hey, uh, Mom. So what do you, you know? Okay, yes, Mom. Uh huh. Wow. But I don't really hear anything. Right. And so finally, she um, got to a point where she decided that it was okay to give me the credit card because I've, I've gone through the mom gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And she uh, gave me the credit card, hung up the phone, uh, called Ron's. So he's like, "We can be there in a half hour." You better be there. I'm like, right. okay, yes, sir. And so, um, but I, I don't have a way to get over there, so I call my good buddy Jake. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he knew he wasn't getting out of it, so he mm-hmm. comes and he picks me up and got me there. Mm-hmm. And he got out of the car, his car with me. But mm-hmm. you know, I go to talk to the tow truck driver, thinking that Jake's going to be right there with me. Why? Well, I look, I realize he's not. He's not even looking at the river or towards the river or anything. <laughs> oh, wow. He is he is completely disconnected <clears throat> and he is looking down Chena small tracks towards Chena Pump Road. Something fascinating. Something fascinating down there. <laughs> in the distance. Oh my gosh, this tow truck was the like big mama giant kahuna mammoth of all tow trucks this thing i felt like it was like two stories high mm-hmm. the 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 back arm coming off of it was mm-hmm. like small crane or big crane it, like it was enormous like i knew that this truck had had like pulled semis out of the ditch up on the Attican Pass. Right. I mean, it was i was like and i was feeling comfortable and confident yeah and i was like this is this is gonna this, work. This thing could like literally lift your truck off the ground. Yes, I was so. So happy. they brought the big they, guns. They, they brought the this big thing ones. doesn't even have to go on the ice to no, pull your truck no. out. No, no, can do got, it from shore. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it from shore because mm-hmm. he's smarter. And actually, this thing would probably, you know, couldn't even be on the ice. Right. It's okay. huge. And so we walk out there and we take a look at Dottie, and he sees that her bumper is still, thankfully, on the back edge of the ice, and and he goes. He grunts. <laughs> you know, I was like, Ooh. oh man. And I was like, so I translate because I speak grunt. I have a dad who speaks in grunt, and mm-hmm. it was basically like, I think we can do this. It's gonna take me. You know, he's got the whole mm-hmm. schematic worked out, and it's in that grunt. And so we walk back up on shore, and he still doesn't look at me, but he takes his finger and he like points towards Jake, and he goes, "Go stand over there. I don't want you in the way." Mm-hmm. And he takes this big, giant cable, like with big hook on the end of it, yeah. you know. And he he goes trundling out there and does a bunch of banging and noise making, and comes back and it, he's hooked up to Dottie. Dottie is just seconds away from free, mm. and the wire starts turning and it's making that crazy loud wire winding. Mm. Like you know, you just like. 
I hear it tense and tighten like it, they do when they start to have weight on them. And then all of a sudden I hear this crazy loud twang, bang, <laughs> snap. I, not even a snap, but like ding. And, oh, no. and, and then a split second later, this torrential flow of the most amazing curse words ever. <laughs> and, you know, it was really, I've heard, I had heard most of those words before. There was, it really wasn't anything new mm-hmm. in them, but he was so poetic. So oh. what had happened? The wire broke, which seems crazy. Wow. And, um... My my knight in tow truck shining armor grunted at me by that point. He had wound down and said, come on. So we walk out there, and the wire is just laying on the ground limp. And there's a hole. <laughs> oh, no. And Dottie is no longer... Oh, my gosh. ...above water at all. Oh, my gosh. Her back bumper has slid off the ledge of ice ice shelf and she has now completely sunk and submerged oh my god under the water and she's sitting there just below the surface of the water but completely submerged because it's not deep there so you can still see her very clearly it's like she's being preserved Mm -hmm. i'm sitting there and i'm my brain is turning and turning and turning (laughs) and i look i'm sitting there and quiet and then finally i look at him i say well, what do I owe you? <laughs> what else am I going to say? <laughs> yeah, really, you know, someone needs like, to say something. I don't, you know, I mean, and he turns and looks at me directly for the very first time in this entire experience. And he's like, I'll get back to you. <laughs> Turns around. Uh-huh. I get the nod, the the, the, mm-hmm. the head direction. Time to leave. It's time to leave. You know, we walk back up to the truck. In the meantime, Jake has not moved. And so um, I come come back up there, and he looks at me and goes, so no no truck. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no. So no truck, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. We'll be back with more from Jessica Thomas in a moment. This is Dark Winter Nights, True Stories from Alaska, the Don't Let Go episode. I'm Rob Prince. Hey, have you got an awesome true story from Alaska that you would like to share? Well, we would love to hear from you. You can submit your story on our website, darkwinternights.com. That's also where you can find our podcast, subscribe to our newsletter, and see the other stuff that we've done. It's all there at darkwinternights.com. When we left Jessica's story, her beloved Datsun pickup truck had just gone completely through the ice and was now sitting peacefully on the bottom of the Chena River in Fairbanks. Here's Jessica. The next day, I, um, I finally work up the courage um, to call the state troopers because I didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. And so I called the state troopers and I said, so I... Um, crashed through the ice bridge yesterday and when we attempted to get my truck out of the water something happened and the cable broke and it it went from almost completely sunk to completely sunk and there's i can't get it out and i don't know what to do and the the person who answered the phone started laughing oh my gosh 
um, I was like, oh. He goes, oh, it's you this year, huh? Oh, well, like, that's kind of comforting. I mean, yeah, but it still, was, it's a little—it's a little too soon. I'm—I'm I'm kind of fragile. Yeah, still. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but yeah, I'm that's a, nice. I'm an 18-year-old delicate fra- right, fragile. Right, right. You know. Mm-hmm. So and they're so, not surprised. So they're not. But what surprised. do they tell you to do? So they, the guy is like, you know what? There's no logins pa- parking in the middle of the river. There and I'm isn't? like, what? <gasps> I go, yeah. and I know. I'm like, isn't that just astounding? And he goes, yeah. There's no no logins parking in the river. He goes, yeah. I'll make a note of it about this. I'll write this down. Get get your name and your phone number. I mean, I am so convinced I'm going to jail that when mm-hmm. he tells me, that, oh, there's no logins parking in the river. I'm like, are you? <sighs> oh my are gosh. You kidding me? So anyway, they take so your information. The, so they take my information and, then, and they go, you know what? It's going to run. It's going to get, it's, it's going to get, show show, up some it's going to show up down spring in yeah. spring. It'll mm-hmm. get pushed down river. Mm-hmm. It'll get pushed up on one of the banks. Um, mm-hmm. this, this happened before. We'll call you and you'll, you'll know, you'll get a, something, a truck or something, you know, yeah, tow, you another tow, tow truck right. and get it pulled out and mm-hmm. it'll be done. No big because, deal. No big deal. Um, wow. so, um, I, Give him my name and my mom and dad's phone number because I don't want him to find me. Because I am not. You're still not sure this I, isn't a trick. I, I, I am not very trusting. <laughs> I am not very trusting. The, so, but so this is March. So spring is a couple months away. Yeah. What happens? But is I mean it between then it just sits there. It just sits there. About August. August. <laughs> August. Well after spring. Well after spring. And now we're in the yeah, fall again. Yeah, yeah. August. My dad calls me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and now he decides to talk to me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, so he calls me and he goes, hey, so you made the front page of the newspaper. And I went, uh-uh. It wasn't me. I don't care what you think you're reading. I... I not me. So, anyways, he, um, he so he finally he reads reads me the title of a little article on the front page of the paper. It says, "Would the owner of the blue pickup truck in the middle of the Chena River please contact the Alaska <laughs> State Troopers?" <laughs> I but I was, but at that moment though, I'm like, the law has changed. <laughs> They, oh, oh no! They made a law. They made a law, <laughs> and I'm going. I go, and of course, you know. And I, so I'm like, I am not going to jail, Dad. Mm-hmm. And I said, besides that, if they really wanted to talk to me, they have your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's like, what? I'm like, I gave them yours and mom's phone number. <laughs> and but he, somehow they so, lost it or something. I, yeah. So, so so I I have like full on. I really am going to go to jail meltdown. Right. So I convince my dad that he's going to call the troopers right. on my behalf. That's a nice dad thing to do. Yes. Yes. And so what About, was the deal? Why so, would they want to so talk yes, to you? So yes, so they um so they really did lose the piece of paper or whatever report mm-hmm. that I called in. But anyways, dad calls them and apparently, oh, so I should I should skip back. So the summer before um the summer of 1992, this gorgeous brand new amazing beautiful hotel was built right there on the river it was this, a big deal the princess, the princess lodge the princess lodge yeah right there and it's just beautiful and it's got this gorgeous view of the river mm-hmm. and they're so excited and it was op- it opened in the spring of 1993 mm. 
And for some reason, um, their guests who pay good money for these view Riverview rooms do not enjoy looking at my cute little pickup truck <laughs> that is still <laughs> sitting right where she sunk. Oh Dottie is sitting right where she sunk oh in the middle of the gosh, river on the sun moved. bar. She hasn't moved at oh, all. Summer. And apparently from those high up rooms, uh-huh. you look down, doesn't matter that the river is salty. You can you, from I get you can oh, wow. you can see her. Yeah, they're not real pleased with their million dollar <laughs> riverfront view property right now. And the right. and the, you know, commentary from mm-hmm. their, you know, guests. Mm-hmm. And um, also it's again remember i said it was pretty shallow right there so she's also gotten hit a few times by boats whoa so she's she's like, like she's like like, a, like she's like a, less than a foot under the water she, less than a foot she's like now six, the water level changes yes, but, but yeah but, but in general she's 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 like six inches to whatever <sighs> like her antenna sticks out of the water oh my God. Yeah, and somebody has tied survey tape survey. around her antenna. T- so that's really but even adding to this. this is a busy this. river yeah. with fast-moving yeah. jet skis and, some, yeah, and boats. Somebody I heard, and, and so I haven't been back there. I didn't even realize so this was what was going on. Somebody had hit it on a sea dew and that was, and that wasn't great because yeah. that can be that's, very dangerous and because right. you just can't see it. It's right. So... Um, and then boats have hit it, and and in the meantime, so the top, the the roof of it has gotten caved in a little bit oh, from no. getting hit with by motor vehicle or motor <laughs> water, water motor vehicles, yeah, right, right. boats and such. So the state troopers have um, taken up this, you know, search for the 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 dastardly person of be- mm-hmm. who owns this vehicle. Because of all these situations, um, the state of Alaska has decided to use it as a uh, rescue a diving rescue training operation wow so so they pick so, a day so they pick a day i was not there i refused to go because i was convinced that i was still going to get arrested wow so i but my i got dad to go oh my god and he um shows up and uh sure enough the state of alaska's got a bunch of divers there and they hook up to her gets it pulled out and they're looking the back end of it and there's eight sandbags right. in the back end of it. Mm-hmm. And Dad says, so when I told you to go throw four bags of sand in the back end of your pickup truck for traction, um, you know, I saw that you did that. He goes, he, got, he goes, so what was the idea behind putting eight bags <laughs> of sand in the back of your pickup truck? And I was like, well, it, if it wasn't crazy expensive. And if four bags is good, then eight bags are better, right? Plus four bags like, was probably like, already oh, overkill. Yes. He's probably like, she's, yes. she might go cheap. Yeah. Really, you only need two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I, I, I am an overachiever. Right. And so my dad is like, well, that really does explain why <laughs> she sunk like a brick and then never it didn't move did it move one maybe, inch. This is the so, ultimate test of traction. Yes. She passed. But her, her life is over ish. <laughs> so my dad's a mechanic, right? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he, he can't help himself. Right. So he drains all the water out of her um replaces all the fluids 
but then he he like it starts up oh my god it starts up it sat in the river for five months <sighs> my dad drove dotty around for about three months i think just because he could <laughs> So my dad right. ended up selling her to a guy who turned her into a um, truck trailer. You know, oh, the people, they, they yeah, cut up, you know, yeah, they just take they the bed. Bed and turn yeah. the trailer. And so, and I used to catch, you know, for a while after that, I would see her sometimes. Whoa. And that was really devastating, that actually. That must be. It was hard to see her rear wow. end. That's like a great-grandparent coming yeah. back but just an arm yeah <laughs> yeah let me yeah That's let me disturbing. tell you about it it was it was hard that was jessica thomas she and i sat down to record her story in february 2023 thanks so much for listening to dark winter nights true stories from alaska the don't let go episode today's episode was edited by myself rob prince story consultation by Lori newfeld Remember, these are the stories we tell up here in Alaska on Dark Winter Nights. I'm Rob Prince.